check, check, white check. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Truck Hero, Hero Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Presented by Get Truck Hero and the folks from Pro Taper. Coming at you. It's live. July 20th. It's 12 o'clock Pacific. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Already a couple people on hold. To talk about Millville. You want to talk about Southwick a couple weeks ago? No problem. We can do that as well. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Appreciate it. Pardon my lack of enthusiasm today. I'm really tired. Got in late last night. Already did a fantasy show from the folks at NFAB, Racer X Fantasy Show. Now we're working on Moto 60 Show. Got some stuff to finish on the computer. I'm really busy, all right? Just, just, just don't worry about it. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks again for listening. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. We're going to give away a uh, set of 2017.5 Kinetic Mesh gear from the folks at Fly Racing today to a lucky caller. You just got to call in, ask a decent enough question. You can try to beg for the gear. Might work also. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Let's talk, uh, let's talk uh, Southwick. Let's talk uh, Millville this weekend. Come Series is winding down, everybody. It's uh, seven rounds down, five to go. Uh, Millville, Washougal, Unadilla, Buds, Indiana, and we're done for another year. And Zach Osborne and Eli Tomac are starting to take control of this thing as the weeks wind down and the this temperature gets hotter and things get rougher. And, uh, yeah, it's interesting to see. We always kind of see this every year. So uh, flyracing.com, please check them out on the web. 2018 line of gear will be released next friday on flyracing.com please check them out the riders will be win in it at washugal so uh looking forward to seeing that and uh and everything that goes on with that it's great guys great company make much more than just motorcycle gear as well they got a complete line of helmets the f2 carbon helmet uh straight off the shelf onto the track uh whether it's a uh, Millsaps, whether it's Baggett, whether it's rocky the dog whatever it is flyracing.com has got you covered uh also to the folks at truck hero truck hero their parent company the folks at nfab proud sponsor of the auto trader jgr suzuki Team as well as a, a worldwide comprise of worldwide renowned brands including Back Industries, Undercover, NFAB, Bedrug, Husky Liners, made in the USA. Uh, their Truck Hero is a supplier of premium vehicle accessories. Truck-Hero.com to know more about those guys. We thank them as well. And get. Get, get, and destroy the start. Uh, Cooper Webb has been using uh, get to destroy the start. Uh, at Southwick, he did uh, he did very well. It was online to get third overall. And also, to the JGR Suzuki guys, Barsha, Pike, uh, uh, Kyle Cunningham, Phil Nicoletti, real soon. All use uh, get 
um, get technology. And the technology that made the Get Riders World Champions are finally available on the market. The LCGPA launch control system developed by Get Engineers. Together with top teams all around the world, it's that little orange box you see on top of the front fender. Uh, very popular with a lot of race teams. Uh, straight uh, off factory bikes, under your bike. And Pro Taper from the very first innovation, which was that oversized one and one eighth bar that was invented and patented by Pro Taper that you saw on Bradshaw's bike. To today, Pro Taper has provided themselves prided themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fill the control and drive from today's serious racer to the average weekend warriors. If you have a little one, a little tyke that likes to ride, check out their micro line of bars and grips, man. It's a real cool deal. They don't have big hands like us. So why do they have big grips and big bars, right? Pro Tapers take the micro line and uh, really innovated it. And the KGSC team uh, you see at Supercross is, uh, runs the uh, micro bar from uh, Pro Taper. So thanks to those guys as well. Thanks to you people, 702-586-757. Jason Thomas and Justin Brayton will be on. Brayton loves Millville. Probably the only national of the season that Brayton uh, is going to regret missing is this weekend at uh, Millville. So we'll talk to JB10 uh, about uh, everything that's going on with him and his thoughts on the series as well. Take your phone calls and more. And... Uh, Producing the show, holding things down in the corner there. A new father, baby number two. The Tis Legendary. Hey, Steve. Congrats on the new edition. Yeah, thank you. That was very nice of you to give me a little shout-out at the beginning of the Pulp Show last week. In case you, I don't know if you remember doing that, but you did, and I appreciate it. No, I don't remember. By the beginning, I did? Very beginning, yep. Thank you. Ah, uh, Pookie probably made me do it. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't th- I don't think I would have done that without a reminder. But, uh, yeah, so... Um, is the new baby named Ryan Dungey, or is it uh, uh, a Dungey in the middle name? Um, un- unofficially, yeah. uh, maybe. Actually, my boy wanted to go with either Reed or Roxon, and I quickly vetoed both of those. Nothing he did? Against, he, in all honesty, he really did. And nothing <laughs> against those two guys, but I'm like, yeah, I don't think We're I'm going gonna, gonna gonna, gonna to go down that route. Roxon Sundell? Yeah, right. I, I like said, it. <laughs> I like it. Said, I like where your head's at, but uh, thanks, but no thanks. Uh I guess Ryan Dungey will be at Millville this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, hanging out. Uh, Kenny Roxon back on the bike, too, everybody. Yeah. Took it for a ride. You think he's actually doing real riding, or is it more of no, a photo shoot type thing? No, he, he just rode a little bit from what I hear, but it's still something. It's still pretty good. It's so, better than nothing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get Jason Thomas on the line. Uh, we still got your calls on hold, 702-586-7857. Interested to see Blake Baggett now knows he has a torn thumb ligament. In his thumb. So, what is going to happen with Blake? Um, he did very well at Southwick going 2 2. He had nothing for Tomac. Said every bump, every jump uh, was a massive shot of pain. So, what does Baggett do? Like, is he coming out Millville and will it be better? Because it's uh, another week or two of healing. The thumb injury he has, I'm familiar with it. I've known a bunch of riders that had it. Um, doesn't really heal itself. And if you hyperextend it again, then you're right back to. Uh, um, Step one, and you're back to having pain. So we'll see what happens, man. He um, He's going to be in, in trouble to stop this Eli Tomac train, I think, especially Millville this weekend, another track that sort of suits Eli. A little sandier, a little more uh, able to come into berms and just explode it. Not technical like with the ruts and everything. you know. So uh, Blake Baggett's going to have his hands full this weekend again with Eli Tomac. Jason Anderson, we'll see how he's healing up. Um, Benny Bloss is back for the Rocky Mountain KTM team. That's something. And Matt Bichelia, who, well, let's get into Matt Bichelia a little bit. We'll talk to uh, our own Fly Racing's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Did you say that Blake would have his hands full with Eli? Yes. 
That's uh, all right. Oh, I'm going to let it go. I think that's might be understating it a touch, but yeah, fair enough. What do you Just mean? Making sure. What do you what do you what do you mean? I mean that I feel like anybody would have their hands full with Eli right now. Well, absolutely, and that's what I mean. It's 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 not uh, with the thumb injury and everything else. It's it's going to be tough, man, uh, to to stop this Tomac train. And so you know he wants to. He's got to do it um, real soon. Yeah. So I think uh, with with Anderson being beat up, Marvin's beat up. Marvin's way out of the points. Baggett is dealing with the injury. I don't think he's 100 percent. Whether he rides really well or not, he's he's not 100 percent either way. I mean, that's you're going to need a mistake at this point. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know if you've had this much. No, but I don't know if you've had this much faith in Eli Tomac all year, to be honest. Well, uh, look at the situation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody else is dealing with something, and Eli's just hammering, just like you said in his his, his uh, interview. He's no, going to keep on hammering. No weekend off for Eli Tomac. Nope. <laughs> mm. uh, hey, let's talk Bichelia real quick. Uh, so Matt Bichelia right. um, coming back this weekend. Now, here's the weird thing. Um, yeah, he's coming back on a on a Suzuki 450, which is good. However, he signed to um, uh, JGR Suzuki. And he's riding for RCH. Now, I've heard of team cooperation before, but I don't know if I've ever seen it go this much. Uh, what do you think of this move? Like, you know, Matt's uh, been injured all year, and, you know, so he's not going to run up front, I don't think. He'll be, but he'll be pretty good. But what do you think of JGR saying to RCH, yeah, go ahead, take him in the 450 class? And now Matt will line up against Barsha and, and Pike and everything else. You know who I credit? I credit Chris Wheeler. And I. I don't have any insight to it, but it just seems like a Suzuki, like, hey, guys, we're all on the same team here. Let's figure it out. So yeah. I could be way off. He could not even have known it was happening. Yeah. But someone was like, hey, who has who has an open spot? We need to get you know this guy out there. We're kind of fold. You guys have a spot. Um, but either way, it's it's nice to see cooperation like that. I like it. It's, it's unique, right? Yeah, I think – other motorsports, you would see it more, you know, like uh, a NASCAR type deal. Is like, you know, those guys are, if they're Chevy guys, they're Chevy guys, you know. Um, I think you see a co- cooperation more in other motorsports than you see ours, but it's nice to see, uh, especially teams that were, I don't want to say at odds, but there were definitely some, some questions about how is this going to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's no, pretty next level cooperation for sure. Yeah. So I guess Bichelle is paycheck at jgr is is done and rch picks it up or, or maybe not or i don't even know i wonder how that works financially i know from talking to weimer like the fill-in spot at rch wasn't was, wasn't going to pay much you know they, these guys they don't have a huge budget anyways so i don't even know how that works like matt's making a salary so i don't know yeah really weird we'll see yeah i mean i don't think it's a ton of money i, I highly doubt yeah. mabashelia is signed for a ton of money oh yeah right? i don't know so. for sure um, I think you get people on the phone, and it's you know if, if you're talking about Ken Roxon, like that's shared, that's such a shared cost, and I don't ever see something like that getting done. But a guy like Matt, and that's not a slide against Matt. I just feel like the numbers are workable that you can uh, you mm-hmm. can move the pieces around yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, cool, cool to see in our sport that, that we got that uh, Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show JT. The embargo will be over uh, eight days from now. Next Friday. Next, Next Friday. From, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, although, you know, if you want to see JT on Instagram and the new Racer X, uh, um, he's wearing the 2018 fly stuff. Yeah, I got a, a super sweet whip picture that uh, I couldn't talk A. Fred into putting in the in the magazine because the background wasn't good. Mm-hmm. But it's even better than 
the one in the magazine, so I'm going to yeah. throw that one up immediately. Uh, <laughs> immediately Insta on banger. Friday, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, uh, another off uh, off racing news: uh, Kenny Roxon rode a little bit, um, just putted around. I was told didn't you know didn't put laps in, but did ride a bike and went around turns, and you know what I mean. So I guess it starts. I guess the comeback starts now. Yeah, I wonder what the. Uh I wonder what the doctors are saying about that. Yeah, I don't know. I think you, yeah, I mean, typically typically doctors don't want you anywhere near a bike until you're good. You know, like you're cleared to ride, then you can go ride. But until then, it's like, hey, don't screw this up. So, I don't know. Maybe you got cleared. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. curious. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see the first step, though. And it's Typically, you'd see July. some kind of PR like Ken Roxon cleared to ride, you know. But I think he was just like, eh, I'm going to cruise around a little bit. Yeah, he's Ken Roxon. Yeah, I don't. That's he's obviously you know zero F's given all the yeah, time. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Benny Bloss is back. Remember him, people? Last year, Benny Bloss absolutely killed it uh, on the Rocky Mountain KTM team as a fill-in rider. And oh no, he wasn't a fill-in. He he had a spot, or did he fill in? At some point, he got filled. I don't know. Um, fifth overall, I think at Unadilla, or fourth or something. And and, and kid kid's great. Um, so he's coming. He, we haven't seen him since Minneapolis main event. First round, he cartwheeled into whoops, absolutely tore his shoulder up. Uh, expectations for Benny Bloss this weekend? What do you think? Um, my, fitness is the only question I have because I don't know where that's at. I think uh, he's been riding long enough that speed I don't think will be a big deal. And especially this track with those sand whoops, I think he'll be really fast there. Mm-hmm. I think that'll that'll help him. Um, and he's got a factory 450 that'll get him a good start. So he's got a lot of things working in his favor. Uh, so, yeah, I, I could see him doing something like um, 912, something mm-hmm. like that. Like Sekimoto will yeah. probably be tough because uh, the temperatures are climbing as the week goes on. So uh, with the humidity there and the heat, with uh, it's supposed to you know, the thunderstorms in the forecast, so heat humidity will be up. Yeah. Um, Sekimoto will be a struggle, I bet. 702-586-757. Let's get to the phone lines here. Jason Thomas on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Michael, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, doing good. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Hey, man, uh, I'm wondering if you can put on your uh, your magic goggles you used to wear and predict the future. Mm-hmm. Are we winning designations this year? Huh, that is a good question. Um, and I, then another one, would it be reasonable? Because I remember Webb expressing kind of uh, guilt for falling last year. Could we throw him on a 250 and him still do well? Or Michael, or could we, not, don't, not we do around? not put riders on on the wrong size bikes. Every other country does it, but since 1991, when we put Bradshaw on a 125, we don't do that. We just don't do that. That's right. Um, But uh, uh, I would do it. I I don't know if I would put Webb on the bike, but um, I would think about it in in every single year, but but Roger doesn't seem to want to do that. Um, As far as winning the Diz Nations, I mean – Honestly, I mean, I thought they were going to win the last few years, and they've been yeah. underwhelming. So, yeah, I, I, if they send Osborne, Tomac, Baggett, and or Anderson, I think they're the favorites again. It's a harder pack I mean, track, you know. Um, go even ahead. if even if Webb was like, you know, called Roger and said, "Hey, I'll ride the 250," I think you send Osborne still. Yeah, I still think you do. I mean, no, Osborne I, is on yep. fire right now. Yeah, why? Yeah, why would you change that? Right? Like in in past yeah, years, maybe. Like, yeah. It's not like Cooper's riding over the top well right now anyway, mm-hmm. you know. He's, yeah. dealing, he's dealing with his own issues. Uh, will they win, JT? Well, 
I've been uh, I've been many fans, times. No I went yeah, he, he uh, 13, is on the fence. 14, You're 15, right. yeah. 16, and this will be 17. So this will be my fifth year in a row. Mm-hmm. And we've lost every time so far. So I have no idea if we'll win. I'm hoping because I don't know how much more frustration I can take. Uh, last year I almost got in a fist fight mm-hmm. uh, in the media tent. Yeah. I want to say yes, but uh, I I will not because I've I've had victory ripped away from me in the worst possible way too many times now. Um, Tomac uh, flipping over that big jump in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in France, we just got beat. We deserved to get beat. Uh, last year was just brutal, though. That was the most painful was last year. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not over it. I'm honestly not over oh, it. Oh, man. I don't I don't care. I just want to see some great racing. Um, oh, yeah. Look, look who your guys are. You know, um, ben, it was awesome to see Benoit up front. but um, That was mean. Yeah. That was mean to say. But uh, You know what? You guys have Fasciati. What's been his deal? He hasn't wanted to go in a while. Um. Uh, yeah, he he was having a baby last year, so he got a, he got a legitimate excuse last year. He went the year he before. Was in, he, he went to Latvia though, so I yeah. guess that was two years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know what though, Michael? Uh, don't automatically slap Tomac on the team just because I think the Kawasaki and him are on the fence about going. So don't. Yeah, I think if, if Tomac's gone, that really uh, that that's a big hole to fill, especially with no Dungey this year either. Yeah, Dungia didn't go for you know past two or three years, but uh, so don't so we might have a team of Anderson, Baggett, and Osborne. Can that team win? I think so. Before Dungey retired, I was really hoping that this would be like his farewell tour, and yeah, he would go to destinations and do like heroic like two three that would seal the deal for us. Yeah, I, I mean I've been on the record. I I think. I think there's a little bit of a stain on Ryan's career that he bowed out of going the last few years, that he hasn't ridden well at that race. Look, he's an all-timer. He's a legend. But I think, you know, when we talk about Jeff Ward, uh, we talk about 7-0 and at the Motocross the Nations. When we talk about Jeff Emig, he went 3-3, and a couple times he was the number one rider on the team and struggled. And you always bring that up. And I think with Ryan Dungey, that is also something you bring up when you discuss his career. It doesn't taint it because he's an all-time legend. But you do have to say, hey, he didn't go a couple years, and he didn't ride the way he could, and he's 3-3 three and three at this nation's, at, you know, as a, in his career. Now, whether Ryan cares or not, I highly doubt it. But I do think that, that you do have to bring that up when you discuss Dungey's career as a whole. Um, how much? So, how much stock do you? Because I, I put a lot into it, and you, we obviously disagree on lots of things. But how much stock do you put into the timing of this event? Ma- that it matters as far as Ryan's success or failure at that race. And, and I, I don't like the uh, word failure because they're generally on the podium when, when you, yeah, you know, yeah, they don't. no, it's. Uh, I mean, like, look, I was on a USA team that got second, and none of us celebrated one bit. We all yeah. hated life, and we got yeah, second. Down. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't think the t- the timing sucks. It does suck. And, and Ustream, you know, they've they've added GPS. They've expanded their calendar, and they they base their they they base the race around their schedule. And it sucks. It's not good timing. But in the NJT, I don't care. You make it happen. You just go, and and that's it. And, yeah, I mean, it's you know. it's it really is though the worst possible time. Well, I shouldn't no, say that. it was like worst. December. Yeah, that would be worse because right. none of these guys. But really, that September month, that's their only month off. The whole the whole real year, you know, yep. coming into Monster Cup, they've ridden a few times in October, but September's like their their month off. Like if you're getting any time off, it's September, yeah. and they're expected to have the weight of the country on top of them. It's uh, yeah. I put a lot of stock into it just because I've gone through that that riding cycle and know yeah. how the 
the times work and know how you're feeling and how you're performing at that, you know, period, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. for outdoors. Yeah. You're not even thinking about outdoors at that time of the year, you know. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Michael. Thanks for the call, man. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, you know what? You're right, JT. And I've often said, I've long said, that I've been to a ton of these. Um, and, again, as I said, as a member of Team USA, the fact that USA has to lay out all this money every year to go, they are the number one draw at the motocross nations, and I, I will fight anybody who tells me they aren't. They are absolutely the stars of the event. They spend the most money to get there. They have to travel the furthest most years. And the fact that they don't get any extra money or any extra pre- preferential treatment and they're just expected to show up and the race is bad timing is a joke, and we're not organized enough to get around it. Uh, if, if, if AMA and DeCoster came out tomorrow and said, uh, we're not going, Giuseppe, unless you – uh, schedule it better. So, you know, if you want to have a couple GPs after the motocross nations, no problem. But we're not going yep. until you schedule it better. I would stand behind that. I really would. Uh, I, I agree. You, I agree. You know, um, uh, the backup, the, the opening act for you 2 doesn't get to make calls of, of where the, the, the concert is and what goes on. It's the stars, you 2 that calls the show. And so uh, I would absolutely... And, I, and again, I would tell you 100% that USA are the biggest stars there. They sell a ton of tickets, none of which goes back into their pockets, by the way. And uh, right. so, yeah, I would absolutely do that. Well, and in, in, in that same thought process, I mean, the race, the actual race is going to be in October this year. I mean, think about that. I mean, it's maybe the latest. It's the latest that I've ever can remember. Uh, no, yeah. we went in October. Uh, it's always around my birthday. Really? My birthday is okay. October fourth. It's always around there. I've been, we've been uh, I know it's usually late September, but I've yeah. never seen. I've never remembered it and being in October. Uh, I think it's the way the part of the event goes. Calendar works out, oh. but yeah, I I think that it's a joke that USA doesn't get a little bit more of uh, a preferential treatment and and schedule this thing around around the U.S. Help them out. They sell tickets. They're the ones that are there. So. Um, yeah, that's just just my opinion. Um, let's get into what the Florida GP. That's a good question. Calvin, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, pretty good, man. Just sweating my nuts off down here in Texas. Yeah. What's uh, I figure JT might know a little more since he's an East Coast based guy. But what I mean, it kind of shocked me that they decided to change from uh, Minio's track to the WW Ranch track for. Uh, the GP, what I mean, it's kind of short notice. You'd think they'd have that locked in with such a big uh, promoter and whatnot. JT, yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously it was a shock to everyone, but you know the I know a lot of the details, and you know there was some wording in the the lease contract that you know the the landowners got a significant increase in their lease price if there was a national ever brought back there. Well, as we know, this isn't a national, but, you know, that's, uh, I guess that's kind of skating around the idea of it. So I don't think the landowners were real pleased about that, you know, the way that went down. And they, you know, I've heard up to a thousand percent of the original lease price. That's what they demanded. Shit. So uh, I obviously and by the way, wasn't. Yeah. And by the way, the, uh, the, the Gainesville GSGP will not draw anywhere near a national wood. So no, 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 for sure. I, the lease owners were obviously just making a point with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then when they, you know, the owner, when Kern was like, well, that's not a number that's possible. Uh, I think it, you know, at that point, neither side were willing to budge and there was a lot of hard feelings and they had to move it, you know, and, uh, this all just, will there, be, the will there ever ended. be another race that Gatorback or you think that's, that's it? Yeah. My, close? my honest opinion is that yes, they will, because just in my life, I've 
where there's money to be made on both sides, they usually find a way to do it. Um, so I, I think you know cooler heads will prevail in time, but I think for for the for Ustream and these guys, they had to make a decision quickly uh, because this thing's happening like now, um, and with nothing in place, you know the lease just ended at the end of June, uh, and so this has all been in the last couple of weeks. It's been going on. I think they basically just had to pull the plug because of all the indecision. But long term, I just can't imagine a scenario where both the landowner doesn't maybe they get a raise sure they get some more money out of it but for win and unlimited sports i can't imagine that they're going to want to give up on many olympics and all these um uh, really profitable events they have i don't know anything about this new facility but those photos they didn't look (laughs) they didn't look very good um they're like hey we're over here now and i'm like oh maybe they should have just took a photo of the sign that entered the track i don't know does anybody know anything about this new track uh JT, do you know anything about it? Yeah, I mean, it's been there, you know, for a little bit. I know the um, the owner junior has been working hard to get that to a national caliber facility. Uh, I haven't been there personally, but um, yeah, I mean, it's not Gatorback from what I've seen. You know, Gatorback has such a rich history, and um, you know, the quarries there give it some elevation and, and stuff like that that I don't think that um, WW Ranch could offer. But um, this, it is what it is, you know. I, I would assume there's been a vetting process. I, I just I doubt that they just said, yeah, here we'll run it over there, and they've never been there or seen what it's like. You know, somebody from from uh, whoever, all the people involved haven't been there. I would assume they were on a plane the next day trying to figure this out. Um, I mean, we've we've seen GPs at some really really poor locations. You know, the yeah. Thailand track in Mexico. There was there's been some really touch and go scenarios. So um, if I don't think it'll be all that bad. You know, but I am honestly I am bummed that it's not a Gatorback. I think Gatorback would have been the best, uh, should, the best answer for all this. Should they have had had it at Hard Rock, Hard Rock, and would you have raced it? <laughs> uh, no, okay, no and no. All right, <laughs> um, go with no and th- no. Thanks, Calvin. Thanks for the call, man. Later. Thanks. Uh, yeah, uh, forgot about bringing up that news. Um, Alec, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's up? I got two questions for you. All right. The first one is, uh, what colorway do you think would go good with my RMZ250? I got a 2014, and I'm kind of worried of what color to get for fly. I, I, we talked about this on Monday night. I like red on a on a Suzuki. I like a contrast. That's what I wore color. in the uh, yeah the yep. 2018 launch. That's what I wore was the red light hydrogen. I I thought it kind of mixed with the bike the best. I like red on Cowies and Suzukis. I really do. Yep. The bike. Okay. Uh, well, honestly, I'm, exci- though, I'm excited to see all that new stuff that's coming out. Yeah, the uh, so we have just to give you a little heads up. There's a a blue colorway, a couple of blue sets. There are two different ones, two different lines. Um, uh-huh. That I because that that Suzuki has a ton of blue in it for 18. Those are probably going to be my favorite picks. But I, I knew the bike I was riding had a lot of red in it. The uh, the the works bike I rode was had a lot of red, so I picked red. But um, stock bike I would pick blue. All right. How'd you like the new 18? By the way. I only got to ride the works one, which was it was kind of a weird deal. I, I don't, I never really got to the bottom of why we didn't get to ride the production one. I'm assuming they just kind of wanted to, you know, blow us away with the performance of the works one. Um, I can tell you the bike I rode was was pretty incredible. I mean, that's it's a full works race bike, so you would expect that. But just, you know, I sat through these classroom sessions on what they changed and what their goals were. I think it's going to be quite a bit better. I know that they tried to keep the same feel of a Suzuki, which I think is a good thing because it's one of the most comfortable bikes out there. Uh, and they just tried to enhance everything about it. So I think they accomplished it. Even without riding it, I feel pretty good about saying it's going to be a step forward for them. All right, Alec, anything else? 
Um, I just wanted to see if you guys heard that uh, the lead singer from Linkin Park hung himself, apparently. Yeah, I just saw just it heard online that. today, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I heard that, man. Uh, I haven't listened to Link, Link, much Linkin Park over the year, last few years, but yeah, great band. That's really sad. Uh, it goes along with Chris Cornell, where you're like, what are you doing, bro? Why'd you do that? <laughs> it's kind of one of those yeah, things where it's yeah. like the, the guys that are the most creative and most talented yeah. just seem to be troubled yeah. for whatever reason. Thanks, you know? Alec. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Um, Let's go to Cameron's got a fly racing question. Cameron, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing all right, guys. How are y'all? Good. What's happening? Uh, nothing. I was just wondering if a uh, fly might have anything in the works for uh, Donations Osborne out- outfit. Uh, yes. If if Zach is picked, there will definitely be, and, and I can say there is stuff in the works. Yes. Um, obviously, we don't want to jump the gun. Water racing, and you know, God forbid anything silly happening. But uh, yes, absolutely, he would have custom stuff for that race. Uh, cool. All right. uh, that's just uh, just what I was wondering. Thanks, All right. Guys. Thanks, man. Yes, Appreciate sir. it. Uh, Dark Side, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Good. What's going on? Uh, not much. I, I wanted to see if he can talk about this at all. The 18-sector uh, boot. Is there going to be any differences? Uh, is there an 18-sector boot? Uh, yeah, it's it's just a carryover, though. So it's the same sector that's currently out there. We haven't made any uh, any changes to it at all. So There's no painted? It would be the same that's current. Not painted? <laughs> No painted ones? <laughs> no, Adam wears uh, Adam wears Alpine Stars Tech Tens now. So. Yeah, but maybe you could put them to work doing. Like, remember, um, wasn't somebody uh, custom painting shoes for people, and it was celebrities really loved it a little while, a few years back. Kanye? Uh, no, no, no. Somebody was like uh, <laughs> some artist, graffiti artist, was painting shoes. Yeah, and people yeah, had to have them. They're collect. Yeah, no. Banksy? Is that Banksy? Was that. I, no, no, no. But let's um, oh. let's put uh, uh, let's do that. Let's let's get Adam to custom pick paint center sectors, and then you you pay you charge crazy amounts of money for them. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think we're just going to try to sell these ones we got for uh, dealer and retail costs, and then we'll, okay. we'll worry about. Okay. All right. Well, fine. All don't, right. don't say I don't give you good ideas. Thanks, Darkside. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Let's see. Uh, Millville coming up this weekend. Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show presented by Get Truck Hero and Pro Taper. Uh, let's get into some more phone calls. Chris, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you boys doing? Good. What's happening? Good, good. Um, I got two questions. Uh, the first one is, um, have you heard anything about that Rod365 Instagram? Like, what, what stuff is that? Uh, yeah, I heard about it. Don't, don't you run it? Aren't you the guy that runs it? Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I don't. I was just uh, asking because uh, I heard a lot of people were talking about it. So well, uh, I, I heard you run it, Chris. Uh, Chris from Atlanta. <laughs> That's what I was told. And you and you won't take it down. Uh, no, that's not me. Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm positive. I'm positive. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, funny how just, it's funny uh, how I got that tip, and then you call and ask about it. That's really weird. <laughs> yeah, super and, super uh, weird that I just a guy said Chris calls in the Pulp Show, runs this account. You you block you block Roger Larson off of it. Um, you act like it's an official account, and then here you are calling in to ask about it. Wow. <laughs> no. 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 All right. See you later, Chris. All right. Uh, Tim, what's up? How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good. What's, ca- what's happening? Hey, listen to the Pulp Show earlier this week with uh, Donnie Umler. Yep. And, uh, does, you know, FMF Pro Circuit and these different companies make custom exhausts for the top guys, or is it straight off the shelf? Uh, it can be straight off the shelf, and it can also be custom. Uh, really depends on what the rider wants. Um, 
Yeah, either one. They test, they they figure it out. The rider says, hey, can we do this? Can we do that? Uh, a lot of the riders, obviously, that, that race pro are much better than you or I. So they, right. they make the pipe a little custom to pr- produce maximum horsepower and maybe have a shorter power band. Um, but I've also I've also seen guys that take take, take the run off the shelf. So cool. Yeah, it can be either one. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tim. I think Chris runs out of count. By the way, <laughs> I picked up on that. I think Chris runs out of count. I really do. Uh, Zach, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? What's happening? Um, first, I wanted to give a shout out to Fly. I crashed at Mammoth on practice day and was trapped underneath the dude's header pipe for a solid. Minute and a half, and it was burnt into the foam piece Holy on the kneecap. So, it, um, it what? Hold on, it, what a sec- Wait a second. What'd you say? I was stuck underneath a guy's bike on practice day at Mammoth, yeah. and his, his header pipe was, you know, burning like the kneecap on the fly pants, and it barely burnt into the foam piece on the knee of the pants. So I wanted to give a shout out to Fly. Wow. That was nice. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, we uh, we try to make it last a long time. There was a lot of years where we had a lot of things that fell apart, and I was wearing it all the time. But uh, <laughs> luckily, those days are behind us. Hey, um, uh, hold on. What's your name again? Uh, Zach, do you want a new set of fly gear? That would be dope, man. I really Unless you just that. made that story up. That would suck if you did that. I don't. I could tweet you a picture of the pants open. if you'd like. Tweet me a photo of the, f- of the pants, please. Okay. And but, um, but if not, you win it. If you do not send that, you do not win the gear. But send me, send it to me, and we're going to give you a set of twenty seventeen and a half kinetic mesh stuff uh, from the folks at Fly Racing. Awesome. All right, what's your question? Um, I saw that Cooper was riding that twenty eighteen Yamaha at the Thor uh, intro, and I was wondering when he'd be racing on that. I didn't know that he was doing that. I, I was told yeah, it was still going to be a bit. Um, okay, Tonus is racing. Tonus I saw is that. I saw that. Um, it'll be real soon. <laughs> he will want to get on that real soon. Um, if he's not on it for even already this weekend. So, okay. Um, all right, stay on hold, man. We're going to get your information and uh, and get you that 2017 kinetic mesh. Thank you, guys. All right. Last call think, for. You, oh, go ahead. You think they have enough of them? I would bet homologations still ongoing. Maybe. Yeah. Well. No. Yeah. I think. But if there's one here in the country, then they probably are going to. You know, they they wouldn't put it out at a photo release day if they didn't think it'd be real soon. You know. Yeah. Um. I know they had one for a while, but. Right. Uh, let's get into Mark. Mark, what's up, man? You've been to the uh, new USGP track. Uh yeah. My name's Mike. What's up? Oh, Mike. What's going on? What's going on, Mathis. What's up, JT? Yeah, that, yeah. Why are you guys saying it's bad? I thought that that place is pretty awesome. Well, I did. I said I had never been there, but I did say that. Um, um, I saw photos. I didn't think the photos looked very good, Mike. I don't know, but it's pretty good. I've ridden it. I was there. I went down this winter. And I was okay. There. I mean, I think for spectating, it's going to be pretty bad. Yeah. Is it wide enough? Does it? Is it? No, it doesn't look like it has elevation, or does it have any? Not much elevation. They, you know, that big like anthill they built. There's that, but other than that, it's pretty flat. And oh I'm guessing they're going to have to maybe make a tunnel so you can go into the middle. Yep. I don't know, because, like, right now, yeah. you, you can see, like, one turn. Um, JT, is there – or actually, let me ask you, Mike. Maybe you know, because JT's in Boise now, and it's been a while. But did they pick that track because everybody has all the logistics that are going to Gainesville already and it's the closest track, or could they have gone to another track in Florida? Or – you know, I mean, I I don't know. Maybe JT. Knows. I would assume. I'm, I'm guessing it probably was. Yeah, I would assume they were trying to keep it as close as possible because of hotels, flights, all yeah. the things that you're already dealing with. Yep. 
Uh, I mean, especially all the guys from Europe. That's those are you know they they're making one singular trip over here for that race. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I would assume that was yeah. a big part of the plan. Well, did they assume that I already booked my flight to Tampa and got hotels in Gainesville? Did they already? Oh, I got so lucky. I had booked mine the day before, and I have a 24-hour grace period. So I canceled it. I had an hour to spare. Thank God Weege texted me and told me. Oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, Thanks, Mike, though. uh, So it's Sandy? It's Sandy? Take it easy easy on JT so he doesn't quit. You're being hard on him sometimes. Well, I would flip that around and say JT's being really hard on me, Mike. We like (laughs) you guys. We don't want JT to quit. What don't you think he's, he's being a little? Me, don't you think he's being a little hard on me, Mike? Well, you're the you you run the show, so you can't really quit. No, oh, yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> Good point, Mike. <laughs> we gotta go easy on JT. Nah, you know what? Hey, you know what? He he knows what what we do for him, and we know this platform that he gives me that we give him over here. I mean, you know. Can can I make can I make up a story how my fly pants are awesome? So I get a free pair too. Well, you could have. If that guy, whoever, what's that guy's name? If he doesn't, Jacob. If he don't tweet me a photo real quick, he's out. You should hook me up. I'm going to Loretta's. I could use some fresh gear. JT, it did seem like Jacob, though. That was a legit story. Yeah, I would. I sounded pretty legit. It did sound pretty legit, but he better get on it, or else uh, we're we're not giving him those pants and that set of gear. So, uh, all right, guys. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Before we let you go, JT, let's uh, welcome our next guest. Uh, He is uh, MCR Honda Rider, Justin Brayton. What's up, JB? How are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you guys? We're good. Now, you're back in fly. That's why I kept JT on the line here. I'm a fly guy. JT, what about this? I like it. Yep, that's some of his Instagram posts. I I didn't know when the transition was happening. Uh Uh-huh. So the first one, the first one I saw, it was like Christmas. Now, hold on, though, JB. Are you going to bail again come 2018 Supercross, or did we lock you in? Did Fly lock you in? I mean, in? Let's, uh, let's work on that right now. JC, <laughs> what's happening? We can start negotiations right now. I don't want to leave. <laughs> I can tell you you don't want Steve doing your deal. I can tell you oh, no, that. No, 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 no. We'll get to the bottom of this right now. We need some gargoyles ASAP, JT. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? No. When I heard JT was on the line, I was thinking Millville this weekend. JT, what num or what year were you number thirty eight on Subway Honda? Oh four, and I remember going past you, and you were six fourteen. I'm like, that guy is really struggling right now. <laughs> no, so this is what came to mind. I'm pretty sure you got second in a qualifier to me. I won the qualifier. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Don't quote me. I'm al- I'm almost positive. Unless it was uh, who would have been your teammate at the time? Was it Joe Aloff? Yeah, Joe or Clark Styles. It was I could have swore it was it was you. I got super lucky. It was like a it was like what were they four or five laps? My whole shot at it. Oh, you like, know, I wasn't in yours because day. I got beat by Alessi in mine. Oh, that was Alessi's first race. One of your teammates. What number was Clark yeah. Styles? Uh, thirty-four. Uh, might have been that. And Joe was uh, fifty-seven. <laughs> Great, great radio guys talking about a qualifier. Yeah. The only reason I remember is I wanted to beat Michael Wessie in the qualifier more than I wanted to do most anything in my life. Um, <laughs> those say as a mechanic, those Sunday morning qualifiers they sucked. They were they sucked. They were no fun. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I had question. to do the uh, Saturday qualifier even. Oh jeez. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Did uh, did the four laps in a qual- when you had to ride a qualifier, JT? And you had to do quite a bit. Did, did it bug you for the motos or now it was fine? No, no, it was, you know, honestly, it's, 
practice was so mellow back then because it didn't matter. Practice now, I think, takes a lot out of guys because they're just flat out. Right. Like, everything you've got for sure. several laps, it's kind of the same. You know, practice was way mellow yeah. back then, so it, didn't, it was just kind of one or the other. I don't yeah, know that's a good point. Too much. Yeah, you're right. Uh, JT, we just got a tweet from Jacob with his burnt pants. Good job, Jacob. We rewarded him with pants. Uh, all right, well, uh, JT, we'll let you go. J- JB and I will discuss our terms about for fly racing and get back to you. <laughs> all right, just text me what you guys work out and uh, what, where, where we should send a check. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, buddy. All right, perfect. Thank perfect. you, guys. Justin Brayton on the line. Thanks, JB, for calling in. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, a fly racing Moto 60 show. I said at the top of the show uh, that you uh, were coming on, and if there's, if there's one race all year that you regret not lining up for, it's going to be this weekend in Millville. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's definitely my favorite one uh, for several reasons. For one, obviously, I grew up close to there and grew up racing there. A lot of friends and family would come up. Uh, but to the track, I mean, I seriously love that track. Um, I really feel like it's maybe, and, and you could um, kind of either back me up on this or shut me down, but it's maybe the best all-around track as far as elevation. It has sand. It's it, like the past couple of years, it's gotten kind of hard-packed in places. Um, it can get ruddy. It can get a little dry and choppy and mm-hmm. um it's kind of jumpy in one part of the track and not in the other so there's kind of everything mixed into one track so no, i enjoy I, it for yeah. sure there's just something about driving into that place that uh that i, I get pumped up for yeah look uh, i'm the same as you i just did a national uh rankings for all the national tracks I voted Millville. I ranked Millville the best track on the circuit. I've long said that. Uh, you can take your red butt and shove it up your butt, everybody. I think Millville is the best track. I really do. I think it's got everything you need. Uh, it's got better elevation than uh, than red butt. It's got sand whoops. It, you know, it's got some some jumps. Uh, I bit, but JB, like you, maybe we're a bit biased. I've been riding there since 1988. You know what I mean? I've, I've got a, I've got a bunch yeah, of laps on yeah. it. I love it. But I think it offers everything that you want in a racetrack. Um, when I did my national rankings, I penalized it a bit for viewing because you can't see the sand whoops. You know, yeah, the, you got to walk over there. But overall, I think it's the best track on the circuit. Red Bud's close. Red Bud's right right behind it. But uh, I think Millville's the best track. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and when I was a kid, it's funny. I'd always tell my friends, "All right, you want to go out to sand whoops or the other side?" Because if you pit, you yeah. just have to pick one. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. I remember one moto, we'd always watch in the sand whoops, and the other moto, maybe we'd watch on the hill. So. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, viewing. And then another part of that is, man, that the Minneapolis and then to Rochester and then Rochester yeah, to not fun. Millville. As far as logistically, I didn't have to deal with that growing up. But right. once I turned pro and I was flying to all the races, that, yes. that one you dread a little bit because when you land, it's like, all right, I still got another couple hours before I even yeah. get to the track or the hotel. or 40 whatever. minute drive in the morning to the track. Um, yeah, yes, I, I did. Yeah. I penalized it for all of that in my rankings. Um, sure. So, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. That's the one thing that, that, that isn't fun about that. Um, uh, but uh, Justin Brayton on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. So, you did you put on a race or something? How'd that go? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, it's been kind of in the works for a couple of years. Last year, we actually had it scheduled. And, um, and a week later, my brother in law kind of planned his, his wedding date right on the same time. So, I kind of had to cancel i didn't want to miss his wedding so um but yeah me and a, a friend uh promoter kind of back in in iowa that i grew up racing his tracks uh-huh. um we just kind of talked about it for a while and the iowa moto scene is kind of dying a little bit from oh wow uh, okay. from just kind of what i hear because you have you know there for a while it was 
Pedersen, and then it was myself. I grew up riding with, with tons of good guys that you probably never even heard of, but they were local A riders that were really solid. Um, and then uh, then you got Teddy Mayer and Gavin Faith and Cody Gilmore, and uh, McAdoo is kind of the latest one, but um, they're starting to get a crop of kids that are younger. They're like on 50s and 60s, and they're starting to come up. So I, I don't know. I just kind of felt like there was a dead spot in Iowa motocross that I wanted to come back and bring some excitement back. There's a lot of tracks closing. Um, so yeah, bring some excitement back. I did like a JB 10 kind of, we call it racing experience on, on Friday where I kind of did a, a school and we, we kind of went over a bunch of stuff and then I took them all go-karting and, oh, cool. and uh, then we all had a dinner together. And then Saturday was kind of the race where, um, it was actually sweet. Teddy Mayer came, came down and Gavin came down and, a mechanic, uh, Brent raced and, um, Chad Pedersen came in race. Oh, swap. So it was oh, cool. Boy. Like, yeah, yeah swap yeah. came out. Um, so yeah, we, it was, it ended up being really, really cool. And we did like a team race that we kind of called the Justin Britton shootout at, at intermission and, mm-hmm. um, just tried to get everybody involved in some way, shape or form. And, um, it, I, it was a kind of an overwhelming experience as far as, um, the support that I had, um, didn't really know going into it. I was like, all right, it might be five people show up or, uh, or however many. So, um, ended up being, yeah, a couple hundred people, um, showed up to race and, um, I ended up racing. I didn't plan on racing, but oh, okay. I had pneumonia. <laughs> yeah. I had pneumonia for like three weeks and then this race came up and I kind of got talked into racing, but it was cool. It ended up being, being really fun. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the series itself. Eli Tomac's taking control right now. Baggett's thumb is hurt. You know, Anderson crashed out at Southwick or, you know, during the week. He couldn't couldn't ride Southwick. And with Millville track that you know so well, Brayton, um, I'd like Eli Tomac to win again this weekend, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, You know, I think Baggett would be really good. I'm just not sure the extent of his thumb injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's hard to count out Tomac now. I mean, the guy's got some confidence. His ride at Southwick was just crazy. I mean, it's hard for me to watch it on TV because I know how tough it is, and I know I've ridden that track. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't look crazy rough on TV. And when you watch a guy like Eli, it almost makes it look easy because he's carrying <laughs> so much momentum. But it's like they need to take the camera and put it on the 25th place guy for a lap and yeah, yeah. give the fans like a true <laughs> perspective, you know? Yeah. Um, so watching him on that track, yeah, just effortless. Um, could yep. could throw his throw his bike oh. into the turns, and I, I definitely have him winning winning Millville. Regardless of uh, Baggett's thumb injury right now, I still like Eli to kind of win. But maybe you can help me help us help me help the listeners out. So we saw Baggett ride so well at Thunder Valley, um, and and we saw him ride it well at Glen Helen, and and, and High Point as well. And it's the ruddy, sort of wet, ruddy tracks that you have to be a little bit more precise at. It's a little bit of slot car. We saw that it was a combination of track prep and weather created those conditions. Now we've seen Red Bud. Now we've seen Southwick, um, the opposite of those conditions. That's not a coincidence, right? Man, I've, I've kind of heard some chatter on that. And mm-hmm. I almost feel like it is a coincidence because okay. so many guys are – are riding in Florida now, right? And what's Florida? It's basically all sand. If you go, if, I've never been to Baggett's place, but if you see his place, it's it's pretty much all sand. So, and then Baggett's proven that he could he could ride good in sand or softer conditions. So I I personally feel like it was just that point in the series. Um, okay. Every other track, excluding excluding Southwick, 
for sure you you got to bet on Eli all day long. But mm-hmm. um, I guess I don't really extend a Baggett's injury, but let's just say he was completely healthy. I don't think you could count him out for Millville because the guy, when he gets on a tear, he's he's the real deal. And the half half of the first moto at Redbud was kind of like, oh, all right, yeah, Eli's just going to dominate. And then the second half was like, wait a minute, here comes Baggett. So, and those conditions are really similar to Millville. So I don't know what happened at the beginning of that moto, but mm-hmm. um, towards the end, I mean, he was he was the better guy, right? Yep. Unless Eli was yeah. got caught up in lappers. I wasn't there, just seen it on TV. But yep. Um, so I almost feel like it's a little bit of a coincidence. I think Baggett can ride the sander, softer conditions, good. Okay. So um, yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. We'll yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, so. Melville, of course, owned by uh, John Martin, Alex and Jeremy Martin. His kids are killing it right now. But uh, I don't think J-Mart's been the same guy that we've seen in the past in his championship years, although he's been great. Uh, A-Mart is one moto and is pretty steady. Who, Which Martin wins this weekend? Or do you do you see something where, like last year, like Webb showed up and, and, and beat them both? Um, but what do you think? Well, I think now for a guy like Zach, he's in the same position as Cooper was, was last year. Okay. It's super motivating to go to that track and be like, I'm going to do everything I can to beat the Martins. And last year it was, it was Cooper beating Jeremy. Um, and I was really surprised that Coop, you know, I'm, I'm good buddies with Coop and I cheer for him all the time, but I was surprised that he beat Jeremy there last year. So yep. and this year, I mean, Zach's, Zach's riding really, really good. Um, but I, if I had to pick one of the Martins, I would say I would pick Alex just because yeah. I think he's more solid. He gets better starts. Um, you know, he did have that little mishap at Redbud. But, yeah, I feel like Jeremy's been a little bit, um, I, I don't know, I don't want to say off, but not quite as dominant as he was in the Omaha years. It was like when I would go up and watch the end of the, the motos or even watch the beginning in the truck before – before the 450 race, if Jeremy started top five, is just like a foregone conclusion. Like, okay, yeah. he's gonna right. he's gonna win, and he'll be he'll win by 20 seconds. Yeah, this year it's not not quite the case. So I don't know if everyone's just gotten better, or if he's not quite as as good or what. But uh-huh. um, but Alex is solid. I mean, his starts are solid, and you know he's motivated to get a win there. Jeremy's won there yeah. several times, so. Alex hasn't, but I wouldn't count out Zach by any means. It's motivating yeah, for him right now to, gonna, to have all the talk about the Martins and go beat him, beat them on their home track. I was going to say, it almost sounds like you're thinking Zacho is going to keep it going this weekend. I, I kind of think so. Yeah, just, yeah. just for the fact of, obviously they're all buddies, but for sure Zach's thinking, all right, the Martins are going to be good there, but there is something in an in a athlete's or a racer's head that that little extra right. challenge. Mm-hmm. It's going to make him wick it up a couple percent, and uh, and I could see him winning, yeah. I, I could wow. see Zach, Zach getting it done. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show presented by Get, Truck Hero, and uh, Pro Taper folks as well, uh, all on board with us. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. We gave away some kinetic mesh gear also, too. Uh, phone call for you, JB, from Tyler. Tyler, what's up, man? Thanks for calling the show. Hey, hey, I just wanted to call, and uh, I'm from Fort Dodge, you know, that area around there, so mm-hmm. I grew up watching Justin and and uh, Teddy and and even you know Cody Gilmore and a bunch of those other guys would be around that same area and I just wanted to you know show, say how much I appreciate uh, Justin and how much of a role model he was to me and and everyone else in our area. Uh, oh, that's but, cool. Yeah, yeah, man. I, yeah. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Thank yeah, it was you awesome. You know, following and, you throughout your yeah, amateur career cool. and then going into arena cross and uh, but I was going to see. I actually attended like a. Uh, riding school with you once at Dennis Gailey's house. I just curious if you remembered oh, that. Yeah. There's only two of us there actually, but <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it was like a last-minute thing that my buddy Tracy Bachman had called yeah. me on and uh, like, hey, let's, let's kind of give back to the community a little bit. Let's just do a school. It was like, I don't know if it was the day before or what, and had a couple people showed up. and uh, Yeah, yeah, you guys announced yeah, it at like one I, race. I, yeah, I might have just got on Big Bikes then. I, I was probably 16 or so, something like that. Yep, but, yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. definitely something I'll never forget. So That's I, mean, cool. I know there's yeah. only two of us there, but I really appreciate it. And, and it was pretty awesome. Yeah, I was actually thanks, uh, was best friends with Amy, your sister, for quite a while uh, in high school and oh, junior okay, high. And cool. that, so. Awesome. But, yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks, Tyler. Thanks for yeah. calling in, man. Yeah, yeah thanks okay. for calling in. Uh, yeah, JB. Started by Swap, Chad Pedersen, the original OG Iowa native, putting yeah. putting it on the map. And uh, Teddy Mayer, Justin Brayton, Gavin Faith now. And many others uh, over the years. Let's get to Shaq. What's up, Shaq? How are you? What's going on, man? Um, I just had a question. Obviously, uh, Justin Hill, he's going to be eligible for a single-digit number because of winning his championship. No, no, he's not. No. 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 I don't. Why do people? Why do people struggle with this? It's <laughs> Yo, been 18, 18 I, I, years. That's, that's this has been in effect. I, that's what I was wondering, dude. Shaq, listen. I'm not. I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad at everybody. It's been eight, 17 years since they came in with a permanent yeah. numbering system. And people are still confused. I don't understand. Well, I don't think anyone should be able to get a permanent number out of the 250 class. I mean, that's my opinion. Well, but. okay. I, I would. Well, they don't get a permanent one. You only get a. Per, okay. You mean single digit? Uh, just like any permanent number. Oh, okay. I mean, you have to, to get a permanent number, you have to get, what, right. top 10 in points? Top 10 overall in points. Well, here's the joke. Counting 250 Supercross points as national points is a yeah. ridiculous joke. And, and I will, I will well, always stand yet. by that. I agree with that. And, JB, you got to agree with me on that. That's a joke. Uh, 100%. Yeah, like, that sure. is such a – like, hey, hey, all you jerkies getting uh, – uh, ninth in 250 East Regional Race. Uh, yeah, go get ninth in the 450. See how that goes for you. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah. a joke. So, anyway, Shaq, anything else? Uh, no. I'll, okay. Well, yeah, one thing. What? If they were bring Baggett and Anderson to Motocross the Nation, um, do you think there'd be, like, conflict because of their beef? Or? Nah, the, the, the one thing about those nations is these guys rarely hang out with each other. They, they don't see each other much. It's the costers around. Like, the track yeah, and yeah, do thing. And then, yeah. It ain't a big, like, team thing, so I think it'd be fun. All right. So Thanks, man. Appreciate it. The national – people don't get this stuff, Brayden. I don't understand. What's yeah, so, that's crazy. It's so hard about <laughs> it. Like, we all got it, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Before we let you go, JB, um, I guess like we talked about last time you were on here, it's kind of starting time for you to ramp it up, right? Yeah. Actually, I just started on Monday. I kind of started like we got my program mapped out for the next six weeks. Um so, yeah, started on Monday uh, riding outdoors, and I kind of started last week a little bit just riding. I was riding with Henry Miller and mm-hmm. and the guys down at down at club, and then this week has been, like, full structure, though, like, um, you know, gym work and bicycle work and yep. motos and, and all that. So, you, I'll tell uh, you what, Mathis, I was out of shape. I know that. Oh, I, I, know, I know the feeling. I can, I can relate. are hard. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Uh, yeah. So, and again, nothing in stone. MCR for eighteen could be what you're looking for, but you know, not not 100. We'll see what happens. Yeah, not yep. not a signed contract, but yep. um, but yeah, it's it's looking that way. I mean, it's like 99 percent sure. They're just figuring out some details with uh with Honda, and um, yep. yeah, should be same program as last year yep. at Australia, and uh, hopefully do well there, and then 
come back to the states and do the same. So, so we got to get you on a fly deal for Australia, or do you have the contract down there? Fly for deal, you? fly deal is done for Australia. Okay, um, but 2018 Supercross is not. But all right, we'll um, we'll work on that. We'll we'll work on. Hey, it. I yeah. just uh, yeah. Actually, I just tweeted JT right now. Uh, okay, so what we'll do is we will do the gear for 18 uh, for. You're doing Supercross only, right? Your national yep. days, your national days are done. All right, so yeah. we'll do we'll do eighteen for eighteen supercross. We'll do it for three hundred k, thirty full page ads and gargoyles on your helmet. Well, is that fine? Um, yeah, I think that's okay. That's guaranteed money, though, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 No, we'll, we'll no injury clause. No. Or anything. No. That's what we'll do. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That sounds good. Okay, we'll do it. All right. I just tweeted to JT, so looks like it'll yeah. probably happen. Um. All right. Thanks yeah. for your time, JB. Always fun. Yeah, uh, appreciate it. Good luck Are with everything. Are you going this weekend? Are I'm not. I'm actually missing my first Millville in in forever. No way. Yeah. Wow. Got a concert going to with with wife with the wife and um. Oh geez, what are you going to? Uh, Third Eye Blind, band called. You know, you ever heard of them? Uh, yeah, I like them. They're good. I have it. More of like a George Strait type of guy. That's terrible. I hate. I hate to hear you say that. Um, so yeah, missing my first. I've you know, like I said, I've been going to Millville every year since 1988. I've probably missed since 1988. I've probably missed one, two, maybe three, and this will be like the, maybe the third one I've ever missed. So, wow. Yeah. Oh well. Bummer. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks, JB. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. And uh, and oh, yeah. we'll, we'll see if JT takes that offer on Twitter. All right. Thanks All right. for having me on. All right. See you, man. It, man. Bye. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Appreciate it. I'm wrapping the show up early. I don't care. I got to go to Southern California. So, uh, thanks to Justin Braden. Thanks to Jason Thomas. Thanks to uh, the guy with the burnt knee. Look legit. We got his photo. Yeah, he did it. Thanks for the callers. I'm sorry, Shaq, for getting mad at you about the uh, <laughs> permanent numbers. And Chris, I'm on to you, Chris. Do you have the actual Instagram handle? I can't hear you. You're not talking to the mic. You got to flip the mic. Better. Yeah. Forget it. All right, we gotta go. That's enough. Thanks everybody for listening. See you next week.